Hello and welcome back to Ebbing and Flowing. For those of you who are new, my name is Rihanna. I am your host and I'm so glad that you're tuning in this week. I hope you remembered to drink water, get some rest, take a break, go outside today. There's so fucking much going on in the world and it is more important now than ever to take care of yourself. Remind yourself that you are a human being. (laughs) You need to take care of yourself. (laughs) Whatever it looks like for you, whether it's self-care, going outside, taking a walk, whatever it is, eating healthy, eating a, a bag of chips, I don't care. Do what you need to do to make yourself feel good, okay? So I don't know about you, but my last couple of weeks have been absolutely insane. A couple of months ago, Safir and I had planned to go visit his mom in Tennessee. And unfortunately, the dates that we chose we're following the week of my grandma's passing. So we spent eight days in Tennessee and it was the first time that I had been there. It was so beautiful and it was just really nice to be out of the city. I will be honest though, I did have to push myself to go. I have been having a really difficult time grieving and just allowing myself to feel and all of the feelings and things that come with loss. And it's been really hard to allow myself to go through the process of grieving while things are just so fast paced like traveling and work and it's just it feels like it's impossible to take a step back and like it's almost like you want time to stop in a way you know and unfortunately that can't happen but it was really nice to be able to go on vacation and just take a week off so I am very appreciative of that. We spent a lot of time going out and exploring since Safir's mom had just moved out there with her husband. I swear to God, we drove 100 miles each day. I'm assuming that's normal when you're out, like not in the city because (laughs) everything is kind of spread out and you don't have, you know, the grocery store just down the street. So it's just not something that like I was used to, but it was like there was so much to do. We went hiking. We visited downtown. We went to some older towns, estate sales, and this very magical Disney-like place called Bucky's. <laughs> um, it was my first time going, so it was like a crazy fun fest. I tried beaver nuggets, or yeah, I think it's beaver nuggets, and they taste like this cereal that I used to eat when I was younger, because I don't know, I I tried it, and I didn't think it was going to be sweet. I thought it was going to be more savory, so it was kind of weird. It looks kind of, I don't know, it just, it's very interesting. On the opposite side of the spectrum... <laughs> this magical place took a turn because we experienced our first tornado. It was absolutely crazy. My California native self was quite literally shitting bricks while we were stuck in the basement and all the power was off. I was in the shower and Safir comes in and he's like trying not to freak me out. And he's like, hey, like you should come downstairs. And mind you, I was in the shower. In my head, I was like, oh, like the storm's really bad outside. Like didn't really think anything of it. But Safir comes in and he's like, you should get dressed and come downstairs. And I was like, okay so I got out of the shower and was like in a towel like mind you I never been in a tornado so I don't know what the hell like I didn't know it was that bad but also to be fair he didn't really like tell me how bad it was but I was doing my skincare right when I got out of the shower and he's like no Rihanna like you you can't do that like you have to come downstairs and I was like what are you talking about like I don't understand. And I called my mom and she's like, Rihanna, you need to get down. She's like, are you dumb? You need to get downstairs right now. Like you need to like go down in a robe if you need to, you cannot just do this. And then we went downstairs and the power went out and then my phone went off and like, I was on FaceTime with my mom during the whole time, (laughs) during the time. And then my phone dropped and I was just like, at that point I was like, oh my God, like the adrenaline was kicking in it was so loud. It was hail. It was just absolutely insane. So that was crazy. 
needless to say, I had the full Tennessean experience. I went to Bucky's and I had a tornado. It was actually super fucking scary and not something that I should be joking about. There were a lot of people who were injured and people who lost their homes and tragically, like even lost their lives. I don't know how, I mean, like I know it's not a choice and people are born there, but living in California, I don't know if I could ever choose to move to a place that like constantly has tornadoes because that I'll take an earthquake over a fucking tornado any day. Never again, please God, never again. After our vacation, I came home in the evening and had work the next morning. Plumbing broke in the building at work. So it's just been like chaos all around. And that was the first day of the retrograde. So I don't know what the hell is going on with this retrograde, but there's just so much shit going on. I don't, I'm not even questioning it. I'm not getting upset. It's just like, oh my God. And my washer, my laundry machine has been broken since I left for Tennessee. And when it got fixed, the pipes got clogged i don't even want to know what the fuck happened but the house is super old and the pipes got clogged and then the water started going all over the floor so it has just been a day the house is filthy it's just disgusting and i'm just angry and anxious and i do not like living this way but um all things considered it makes sense because we're moving out and just like there's a lot of stuff going on i'm just blaming everything on the retrograde there's a lot of shifting going on in the skies but on a positive note this retrograde has definitely helped me by pushing me to go back and allow myself to relive moments to change them. And I have another opportunity to go back and change the way that I would usually do things and kind of break cycles. So I actually went out with some girlfriends last Friday and we spent the evening at Shiloh's Tea House. And if you don't know anything about Shiloh's Tea House, oh my God, it is the most magical, dreamy place that I have ever seen. And I just absolutely adore Shiloh. I need my future space to look exactly like that. I'm going to hire her <laughs> to decorate my space because holy shit, it is just beautiful. It was such a beautiful and much needed evening. I went with two of my best friends and we honestly just like caught up. We didn't really do a lot of like socializing, but there were a couple people that we met that were so freaking cool. Like they were just so kind and I don't really go to a lot of social events because I just am not like interested in socializing. I'm just, I don't know. Every time I've gone out, there's just been like bad things that have happened or just like, uh, just like annoying things that I'm just like, I don't really have the patience to deal with this right now. There's too much going on with my life and I don't really need the drama. But this, this experience was just so nice. Everyone was drinking tea and just dancing and there was a DJ and there was so much beautiful food and it was just such a great experience. But we went upstairs and the three of us were just talking and catching up and finally just having our beautiful and raw conversations. I just, I felt like I was finally in a space where I could slow down and just let everything out and reconnect with my girls. And it was just like, oh, so needed. I haven't really gone out this year. I think I've like gone out to like a handful, not even a handful, like three social events and they didn't, they weren't like, they were fine but like it, I don't know it, it just wasn't that great but this was like such a nice and intimate experience so I am so grateful for that day it just felt like a huge weight came off of my shoulders and I feel like I've just been like holding my breath for the last year and this was kind of just like a nice like time to just relax and just share <laughs> my grievances and struggles and we all just caught up and talked about how we think next year will go, all the themes of like what we think is going to happen. And it was just very needed. And on the topic of friendships and having open, vulnerable and honest discussions, it actually leads me into what I want to talk about today, which is loneliness. Somebody from TikTok actually reached out to me on Instagram and 
asked to have a conversation about this deep sense of loneliness, which tends to follow them no matter where they find themselves. And I really think that this is more common than we allow ourselves to believe and talk about. I've always wanted to have a discussion about it because it's something that has that I've experienced personally, like so often, probably throughout my whole entire life, I felt alone. Everybody always seemed to be a part of their designated clique or they had a duo or they had somebody. They seemed to just fit in. And I've always been so envious of those types of people who always seem to have a place. I have always been the kind of person who got along with everybody and floated around and I was never really part of the foundation of any group. Each place I've ever been has always felt either forced or temporary in a weird way. I think I've just never felt settled or grounded with any group of people or really chapter in my life. It's strange and I don't mean to sound callous or like I didn't enjoy the friendships I did find myself in. It became easier just to be alone and I look back now and I realize that I felt 10 times more lonely when I was in school or with my friendships by proximity. If I could go back and tell my teenage and pre-teenage self something, I would tell her that it was okay and more than okay to not fit in and that you don't have to force yourself into inauthentic connections with others just because you're not around the people who are meant to truly be in your life yet. I would tell little Reed that she didn't have to desperately search for a place of belonging, that she didn't have to give every single last bit of herself to prove to others that she was worth a place at the table. I would tell her that the best of friends, relationships, and healthiest forms of connection and love would come into her life when she realizes she must fill her own cup first and that she must meet her own needs first. Then she'll realize she won't need to reach for the very thing that makes her feel more isolated, empty, and depleted. Don't be so quick to reach for the quick fix. The very thing that makes you feel good about yourself in the moment, but leaves you feeling unworthy when it's not there. The key is to fill as many of your needs as you can and to surround yourself with people that add to your healing and your growth. To surround yourself with people who bring you a sense of safety and security so you're able to feel vulnerable in the moments where you find yourself feeling alone. You see, the loneliness isn't something that any of us are able to escape. It's not something we will ever be able to outrun. And it's not something that finds us only when we're in the absence of others. The goal is not to never feel alone. It is to be able to learn how to hold space for the heaviness you find yourself experiencing when it does show up. It is to allow it to show itself to you and to be courageous enough to not run away. To be open when it does arrive and to share your experiences with others, with the people in your life who genuinely care. We're all here sharing a collective human experience and we must be more open with our feelings and our experience to share the heaviness we all feel with others. To those who find themselves feeling lonely, I want you to remember that we're not alone as we may think. I see you, I hear you, and you are loved. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. Until next time.